a bear takes your kill, it's his kill. The highs were in the high 20s. Jared jumps in the air and spikes my quiver. <laughs> like he's spiking a football. <laughs> one of them had double drops and one of them was probably 30 inch typical. That's what makes the experience. All right, all right. We are back again. Episode number six of the Southern Arrow podcast. Uh, um, before we ever get started, I want to uh, we'll give a shout out to the to those who have uh, put this thing on the air because if it wasn't for um, I don't for our little sponsor, <laughs> if it wasn't for our sponsorships, we wouldn't be doing this. So we're gonna start out with my boy Lee. And what do you do, Lee? Uh, Full time taxidermist and uh, give, give me give me a hunt, shout out for what, what I you can. do, man. You yeah. don't hunt. Yeah, you don't hunt. Well, all you do is mount birds. <laughs> this <laughs> time of the year, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's Lee, all I got time for. Give, give me a plug, man. Uh, Wing it waterfowl is my business. Um, Full time, obviously waterfowl taxidermy. Don't do any turkeys, so don't ask because I ain't doing them. Um, <laughs> I've done some turkeys in my a couple time. pheasants. I'll do, but uh, that's pretty much it. And yeah. Just, it keeps him busy year-round Keep doing it. Keep busy year-round. That's all you need. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Wing It Waterfowl. Um, it is also brought to you by Cliff Cannon, uh, realtor at Tom Smith Land and Homes. That's me, by the way. Um, me and me and Lee are uh, are doing this. Uh, our other guy is not here, so he can't plug um, because Wayne's not here today, so it's his own fault. Um Cliff Cannon, Realtor Thompson Planet Homes. Uh, if you are looking to buy or sell in Mississippi or Louisiana, I am your guy. And if you want to hear more podcasts, you need to use me because I can't afford to keep doing this stuff for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that rolls. Um, contact information is the main office at 601-990-5070 or on my cell phone at 601-565-1070. You didn't get my phone number. How do, I, how do I get in touch with you uh, if they want to kill it, if they want to let them... Let you mount one of these ducks. He do some pretty ducks too, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, my cell's uh, 985-688-4407. And pretty much Facebook. Yes. You know, just you could private message me on there. Just under my name. I don't have a business page or anything like that. But Yeah. Well, they're harder to keep up than I Yeah, hate, well, I, I mean. Having to keep one. They're real pain. Yeah. All right. So uh, here we are again. Um, Lee's trophy room everybody if you got on facebook uh the last time you saw a picture of it it was pretty cool um yeah maybe i'll have to do yeah. like a little 360 of it yeah you need to do it like a 360 of it i mean because you know these are all uh, we'll have a we'll get a chance to talk about a lot of these hunts you know um, yeah. you know the a couple of them in here is actually jason who we are have you? on the podcast right here that's jason. right yeah yeah uh, you say it's lee's trophy room it's <laughs> yeah. lee and jason's yeah, trophy well, room right now really really, really. this elk <laughs> behind you is jason's Oh really? Yeah, I, I love the mount. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. love this sick of black tail is Jason. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. So the big one is his, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Lee's got me by a few inches. Yeah. On it. Hey, <laughs> in on the elk. Let's be. Let's yeah. Be, uh, yeah. I don't have the sick of black tail yet, <laughs> yeah. but nope. No, it all. It all. On that. Yeah. He. He. Uh, I got a guy that came came in from New Orleans to. He's an official Pope and Young scorer. Yeah. And when I got my muskox back, he was going to come here and, and score them. What Jason had his elk. And what else? Uh, you had uh, well, Wayne had yeah, Wayne had a moose. Um, his white tail, your elk, and mm-hmm. my muskox, and yep. he came scoring. But that's kind of been a mm-hmm. permanent home for the elk. 
yep. which I like it. So I'm good. It's, with it's, it. it's, a, it's a beautiful pedestal yeah. mount. Yeah, we we, we, we have a deal. It. I get to keep it here, and uh, Lee can say he shot it. So that's the uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard that. All right, so well, you've introduced yourself a little bit, but introduce yourself all the yeah. way. Yeah, no, cool. Um, Jason Sheridan, uh, known known Lee for a while. Uh, world's uh, I say I'm the world's greatest bow hiker. So uh, <laughs> do a lot of that. Uh, no, we uh, we've got some mutual friends. So we uh, yeah, just kind of met through the bow hunting community here around uh, Louisiana, and and uh, yeah, been become friends and. Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, going see, on our first hunt this uh, yeah, next month. That's Mexico, right. Together, we, you know. we've we've known each other for years, uh, but hadn't hunted yeah. yet together. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be in Mexico next month, chasing mm-hmm. uh, chasing coos deer. So yeah, it'd be fun. Looking forward, looking to, forward to it for yep. sure. Yeah, that's going to be so. That's uh, my, so. Both of y'all are trying to do your uh, North American or doing your whitetail slam, the deer slam, yeah, yeah. The deer slam. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's slam, his last slam. one that he needs. Yeah. So this is the last that, one. You that'll need? be uh, that'll be number five for me. If that's I number uh, five for you. Yep. And how many have you got, Lee? Uh, well, right now I have three. If I kill the coos, I'll have four. And I was going to be on the trip with Wayne. For the you know, situation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. got pushed back because yeah. of baby. But bad so, timing, bro. No, yeah, I know. It happens. We, we were supposed it's his to. Fault. Yeah, it's we his fault. Were, it is. <laughs> <laughs> pull out game week. <laughs> it's weak. You'll pull out game <laughs> week, boy. <laughs> that, that was it, though. We, we were supposed to. Uh, we were going to finish off the deer slam together uh, down there in yeah. uh, old Mexico, but uh, he'll. he'll it's just, yeah. it's just me. I'll be lacking one it's year. It's just me. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I know you got it. You're planning for So you're either going next year or well, the year after, actually, just depending on schedule. Yeah, as of now, Jason and I, are, we supposed to go this coming November. Are back you going to come, back? Yeah, he's going to come with oh, yeah. me. Right. But we in the process of trying to roll it over again mm-hmm. it's long story but yeah just conflicting it, days and it, yeah it might not be next year but we'll uh we'll yeah. be going together and yeah i'm going back yeah right. be, and it was just, that good of an experience yeah i mean you, you want to go back you tasted those ribs right uh, i mean that's that's right we're gonna talk about the ribs but i will say this if you go to kodiak and all you do is come back with a recipe for the ribs you have done you it's well worth the money believe me i've eaten some ribs a few times they've always been so-so at best and just nasty on, on the low end, I mean, I've had them where you put them in your mouth. You're like, oh my, couldn't I, eat them. I, I, well, I might as well have just drank some dang candle wax. That's what it <laughs> felt like, you know, waxy yep. taste in my mouth. Yep, covered my taste buds, and it was just horrible. Yeah, these were phenomenal. That was the best ribs. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, guys. You're in podcast land. I know you can't understand this. <laughs> He's going to go through the process. I want you to tell everybody yeah. what you did because I think it's and it's not a secret. You know, you know. But if you didn't tell me, if I didn't know those were deer ribs, and I just went to a somewhere to eat and I, you know, pulled and they had mm-hmm. it as an appetizer and I grabbed one, mm-hmm. I would have never thought that was anything more than like a, a small beef or something. Yep. I mean, that were they were that good. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't leave that that waxy There's the no tallow waxy it, uh, and mm. the fat that's in yeah, there. I got I got a pretty good chunk of yeah, you fat. Did. The first one I you ate, you need to it. put some weight on you. And, <laughs> and uh, it it really did taste like ribeye fat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sort of a beefy, more it was, beefy. Mm-hmm. It was not in it. It, it whatever it did to render it, um, it, it just changed the composition. It's magic, you know. It yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell them about the magic, man. I mean, if you yeah. don't mind, if you'll tell them. No, what you yeah, did. and I, I know there's some recipes out there too that that kind of have a similar approach, but. But um, 
first first time I had him as a little bit of context was 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 on Kodiak. I know Wayne was on here a couple a couple weeks ago talking about that hunt. Yeah. And, uh, let me tell you, they feed you. They feed you well. Yeah, because uh, it sounded like y'all ate crabs and oh, freaking yeah, ribs. Let me tell sushi and and yeah, it's it's stupid. Yeah, but uh, but that's one one of the days we got back on the boat. They had ribs sitting there, and I, honest to God, that was my first time ever eating deer ribs off the bone. And it was you know kind of similar, Cliff, right? Like the you know <sighs> rib meat wax. I mean, yeah, right, maybe throw, throw it in the burger pile or something right but uh mm-hmm. boy i don't know how many of those ribs i ate when they were on the boat <laughs> I, I kept going back to that tray they were incredible and so uh so kind of inquired what they did and, and i mixed up what they did a little bit but basically um i kind of separate them out you know what i mean take the rib take the rib off the uh off the deer save save the rib cage kind of break it down you can break it down into to kind of however big or small pieces you want sure um these i did kind of individually yeah, like a little so, single yeah, yeah. That, that way you can just kind of grab one and not fool in with the whole you know a rack of you know three or four so just grab one um I just covered them in a seasoning, any kind of seasoning you like, you know, anything you might put on like a pork rib or something like that. Just, just coat them, let them sit overnight. But you did trim them too. Yeah. Somewhat. Oh yeah. Good, good point, Lee. I mean like, you know, get as much fat off as you kind of can. Now, like, like you were talking about Cliff, that fat's layered in there on a rib. You're not going to, you're not going to get it all out, but like the big stuff on the outside kind of, kind of trim and it then, off. You know, the slimy oh, yeah. stuff, all that. Yeah. You get all yeah. That Clean off. it up as good as you can. Um, get get some of the big chunks of fat off and uh um in fact those were frozen you know i froze them kind of um as slabs the other day took them out of the freezer i thought them easier out. to work on when they're really cold like uh-huh. that too. It, it broke them down into individual pieces coated them with the seasoning brought them here to uh to to, to lee's trophy room and we broke out the uh the instant pot and uh I, I think any pressure cooker would work you know instant pots if you if you've got one they're pretty much idiot proof foolproof um yeah, that was pretty amazing, man. Like uh, 30 minutes, 30, threw, 35 minutes. Threw them in an instant pot, put them on the pressure cooker setting, 30 minutes high pressure. Yeah. And once you throw them in there, just grab you some chicken stock, beef stock, uh, some kind of stock. You probably watered work too, but you know, I like the little bit of a little, little bit of flavor yeah. that the stock gives you. Just cover them, you know, fill it up to whatever it's going to take to cover the ribs and uh, 30 minutes high pressure. Um, if you take them out, you know, once they're done, kind of vent the pressure. They're falling off the bone. They're done at that point. The fact that it could do that in 30 minutes. Yeah, it blows my mind. <laughs> that was... I've tried them other ways, like you were talking. I've done them in a crock pot. Yeah. I've done them, um, you know, sounding all, uh, you know, the highfalutin here, but sous vide, like trying them different ways. We're cooking them low and slow. A pressure cooker just works the best. Yeah. Then, I've, yeah. yeah. Then you just put them on the, on the grill. Yeah, we just kind of threw them on the grill just to put a little char on the outside, a little bit of texture, a little bit more flavor. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you guys take and them then over. A bar- and then a little barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's kind of when you threw them on a the grill, you know, coat them if you got a barbecue sauce you like just to give them a little bit more, uh, another layer of flavor. Well, uh, I'm going to be the first to tell you, man, that... <laughs> I usually think backstrap some of the best part of the deer. I don't know, man. Them freaking they, they deer were, ribs. Was <laughs> they were up there. Stupid. I mean, they were off the hook good. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to believe that. It's like I said, you know, when when people say, oh, we're going to make deer ribs, the first thing in the back of my mind is I'll eat one or two to be polite, and then I'll go home and I'll get me something to yeah. eat, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Not these. But, yeah, no, I'm they, thinking, I mean, man, you need to go kill them. Matter, matter of fact, that, um, his wife, <laughs> Lee's wife was like, Dude, are there any more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's and I'm going to tell you what, if she'd have sent that five minutes later, she, they would have been like, no, oh, baby. She's inside with going. the baby right now, and I, I, t- I said, look, we, we cooking deer ribs. I said, I don't, you know, I don't really know how they're going to be, right? because I'm like, y'all, I really never 
ate them. Yeah. You know, and so I brought her a couple of them. You know, after, because we tried them in here. I said, yep. let me bring her a plate. So I brought her two or three of them on the plates. Yeah. <laughs> we was fixing to start this podcast, and I looked down, and she texted me, hey, um, are there any, you still got any, a few of those ribs? Yeah, I'll bring them to you. The texture, it, you know, is, is it's, like yeah. I said, guys, you just got to, you know, you got to do it. Um, man, I mean, it's just, I can't say enough, the texture, yeah. it was ridiculous. To me, it's like, uh, yeah, I, to me, the, the thing it kind of closestly equates to would be like a beef short rib or something, yeah, like low yeah. and slow and just. Yeah, certainly not a pork. It was, no. No, no, nope. no, nothing, no comparison to a pork nope. rib at all. More like beef. But more like mm-hmm. a beef rib. If you do beef ribs that, you know, if you've cooked them down or, yep. or, you know, like you take beef ribs, put them in some foil, throw them mm-hmm. on the grill, walk away, come back in a couple of hours and they're yep. sort of like that falling yep. off the, you know, but. Yeah, they were good. Can't thank you uh, enough for it. Hey, I know. No, I, like, I like sharing them. Yeah, it's uh, man. Well, so you're like me. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. You know, I I, I get a, just such a kick out of cooking. Yeah, you know, I mean. I enjoy it first off and then you know I I don't know I'm real critical of my cooking so I never necessarily I always find fault in mine mm-hmm. it could be better it could yeah. be this it could be that you know well that damn gumbo you cooked the last time <laughs> what, two, what it was two podcasts oh no it was yeah, the last one I think no one before I yeah think. whatever it was, it was I mean a, that like gumbo you cooked night, was or Wednesday night freaking or good man yeah. I mean yeah. it really was uh, I appreciate I, I, it I, I, you saved me some no we no. ate the rest Dude, of day, the other day none, I didn't man. send the text early enough none but I'll tell you what though the next time we do one I'll do another one we'll get together one yeah. night no you, you talk about it though i mean that's that's so much of what you know kind of this lifestyle and, and bow hunting and, and hunting it's it's I, I mean so many different levels i mean both in terms of obviously you know part of why we do it is to to fill the freezers and enjoy the fruits of our labor that way but uh but even even like you talk about you know deer camp meals getting together getting the getting people together oh, that's what it's about cooking i mean, the, I, yeah, I mean that I, yeah. you know so i grew up in i grew up in the sequential deer what deer camp was you know deer camp was everybody from the family came up and of course I grew up dog hunting in South Mississippi 20 years ago that's what yeah. you did I mean that's what everybody did I grew up you know in deer camp you know but you know Uncle Kenneth and Pappy and Paul Paul and, and so many other people you know Wormy and Kenneth Ray I mean all these guys they came to deer camp you know and uh and we sat around and I remember mm-hmm. I'll never forget you know like at 16 when Paul Paul said boy you want a beer <laughs> yes, 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 sir. Because yeah. I felt like a, I mean, for at that point in time, that moment when Papa thinks you're old enough to be, you're a man. Yeah, you're a man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's treating you. You're not a kid anymore. Yeah, you're not like one of the kids. Else in the camp. You're yep. a man in the camp, and you feel that. You yep. know, so you you sort of feel a little bit of different about yourself. You know, so I felt like, man, I'm a. He sees me as an equal. Yeah. He yeah. don't see me as a snot nosed kid who yep. needs to get the hell out of the. You know, get out of here, out of where the grown men are, and go watch TV with the kids. Yeah. You know, yep. so I grew up in. That. No, yeah, we're, we're cooking and camaraderie mm-hmm. was really what deer season and camp was about. And absolutely, I think that society's lost that. We don't society doesn't have that anymore. No. You know, no. um, it's it's sort of like for me, it's it's the only I guess as as things have changed, it's what's changed about deer hunting altogether. But it's like I I don't know how I want to say this. Um, dog hunting is slowly going away and and i think that it's as society changes dog hunting sort of has to i mean as much as i may hate to say i hear you know i know there's people who are hardcore die true they're never going to stop and i get that and i respect it but i think that the dog hunting was what made deer camp like that and as dog hunting has gone to the wayside because it doesn't really fit in with what society 
does you know even you know like i'm and i grew up in it but i don't do it anymore right you know and everybody under me you know my kids my son grew up with it just a little bit so he certainly doesn't recognize it for what it was you know so i'm 50 the 30 year olds never did it yeah see i've never done it but then again i grew up in south louisiana uh-huh. so i didn't start deer hunting until i was probably i don't think i killed my first deer till i was 20 yeah, was 21 20. Mm-hmm. somewhere around right. there so i mean i didn't grow if i would but again if i would have grew up in mississippi no doubt i would have yeah, experienced everybody would have experienced mm-hmm. but, but that's sort of my point is that you know it's it's going to the wayside now you know so unfortunately the byproduct of dog hunting going to the wayside is also that the deer camp phenomenon mm-hmm. is sort of going to the wayside you know yeah um i think that you know you're you'll see when you're you know with your kids you well know. That, that's kind of why like i was yeah. telling jason earlier yeah. like i had a camp deer camp sold it and we starting to build another one again next month mm-hmm. just because i want him to I want my son to be able to experience that kind of stuff. Grow up and you do, you, you know, you just the, in that environment, like you said, where where you got it, everybody comes together at night and cooks and you talk about what you saw. You mm-hmm. talk about the deer. You know, he went through here. He got away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you get your shirt tail cut because you missed. Mm-hmm. You know, all mm-hmm. those things that you know. That's all. That's what deer camp is. You know, yep. I was showing a piece of property. It's 108 acres over on the Roxy side, and uh, it's, it's a deer camp, and that's exactly what it is. It's 108 acres, got a trailer, you know, they added on on the back of it, this, that, and the other, and um, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great place, and they got a deer butt, right? Well, like a mounted <laughs> yeah, butt? Yeah, got a mounted deer butt, <laughs> and look, so um, he was looking at it, the guy, and I said, man, every time I come to this camp and I see that deer butt, it brings back a memory to me, and he's like, what do you, what do you mean? I was like, so when I was a kid, we had a man we had a deer butt and if you missed a deer you had to kiss the deer butt <laughs> and you got your picture taken kissing the deer butt because you had to kiss that deer's ass goodbye because you missed you know yeah so those were but those were the kind of memories yeah. you know that you know they leave a mark they, 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 they leave a mark you know mm-hmm. and you know and yeah i got i got shirts that you know mm-hmm. don't have them anymore I'm, I'm sure i threw them away but they got the tail cut out of them because you know oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you walk in and it's crazy thing is they don't tell you they're gonna do that they just catch you when you're mm-hmm. not looking the next thing you know you you yep. know kenneth ray's cutting your shirt tail off with his pocket knife yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were the kind of things, though, that was, you know, that's what deer camp was for yep. me, you know. So the cooking part comes to me from that. Yep. You know, I sat and watched Pappy and David and everybody cook every night. You know, Pappy generally by three o'clock, he was, he was done deer hunting. Yeah. You know, everybody else went out for an afternoon hunt. He was, he, yeah, was, he was starting to cook. He was starting get, to cook. Yeah. yeah he was cutting up. Night. He was cutting the, mm-hmm. tri- you know, the Trinity up and yep. he was, you know, getting that deer meat cut up. He's going to make a sauce pecan or make mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. brown and onions. Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he was, you know, cooking everything down. So, and then you, you always knew you could come when you come back from deer hunting. That's what you came back to. Yep. You couldn't, you almost couldn't wait. You know, because that's what you were really going to do. It wasn't oh, really, you know, what'd you see? You yeah. see anything? No. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, see a no? damn thing. <laughs> what did you see? Oh, I saw, you know, and even somebody said, man, I saw, yeah, I saw three or four does. Really? Where, where, where were they doing? You know, and yep. you started talking about that, you know, that. Yep. So it brings it full circle, you Absolutely. know, the whole thing. So, that, but again, that's why I like to. It's that's super why like strong to in the South, too. I mean, yeah. you have those camps. I, I find like. Like in some of the Midwest places, because I was, I, I, it might have been a working class bow hunter I was listening, or some some podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about deer camp 
in the south compared to like mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, you know, and it's just not as like the only place that I know that I I think it would probably compare to is I hear stories about people um, like so the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, and that that was like they have a you know. Yeah. Oh, even and like everybody where you comes from, into yeah. there. What, Jason's like, from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's Pennsylvania's a, got a big hunting you know culture and community and and kind of growing up. I mean, that's that's uh, you know deer camp might be just somebody's house, right? But you, but everybody sort of met yeah, there at the end of the day or in the morning. You, yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that's yeah that's deer camp, and I do yeah. miss that. I miss the no, I miss no. that aspect a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but as as society has changed. As times have changed, you know, it's it's just going to the wayside, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. it is. No, it is. And a lot of competing priorities. Well, yeah. and, 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 you, you know, know, bow hunting is more um, a solo sport, you know. Um, dog running was a group effort. Mm-hmm. Everybody did it. You know, I think you'll, you know, pushes in the in in the uh, Midwest, you know, I think they'd still do pushes. Oh, definitely you drives, know, deer drives. Yeah, deer drives, deer, drive, deer pushes, yeah, they yeah. call them, you know. So those are group efforts. Mm-hmm. But down here... The only group effort that you really have, you you know, you drop the dogs, you drop the tailgate, and let right. the hounds out, and that's starting to go away. And bow hunting, like, uh, man, yeah, I love Lee. Mm-hmm. I'll put him on. I got like one or two stands I would let him hunt. But other than that, because <laughs> I'll, I'll bloody the ground. <laughs> no. His brown is down. That's yeah. uh, only, uh, and, and look, it, I'll take him to my doe killing place. Well, yeah. see, you know, yeah. see the does, yeah, I, I mean. They don't stand a chance. No. I mean, I can pass on some yeah. small bucks. That don't bother me. Well, I think you know? especially after you had this rib meat, too, yeah. you might well, be no. uh, <laughs> even safe dough in the woods <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so, Jason, tell me what t- – tell everybody what you do yeah. so that they'll have an idea of, of who you, what you, what your thing is. Give me some background on how long you've been doing this gut, this junk. Yeah, no, uh, happy to, uh, to Cliff. Um, yeah, Ben um, kind of grew up, moved all around, like, uh, like we're talking about, born in western Pennsylvania, around Pittsburgh. Um, dad was in the Coast Guard growing up, so I'm so moved so around a lot. Around yeah, a lot. bounced around, kind of you know Boston, San Diego, but uh, actually found myself back in uh, Pittsburgh around uh, the the age that uh, twelve. You know, eleven, twelve is when you could start hunting up there, right? Twelve. Yeah. Um, so so we had moved back, and uh, you know had a had um, my parents weren't you know kind of into the outdoors, but uh, but I had uncles that were, and that's kind of who took me under their wing, and I. Pff, I just loved it, right? I mean, I, that was all I did as a kid, right? Is uh, open up outdoor life and bow hunter magazine and wake oh, up yeah. to watch. I, I forget what it was on. Like it was on like uh, the country music channel or something where that was like the only place you could find hunting shows back then or whatever. Like Send you alarm clock Bill Jordan's <laughs> yeah. Real Tree or whatever the hell it was, right? Like all those. Uh, God, I remember. Uh, when, I remember uh, when their first videos came out. Yeah, dude, it was like the most amazing thing oh, in the yeah. world to uh, watch. It's like people yeah. kill deer. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do much of that. I've never seen a deer that yeah, big. That's you know? right. Uh, probably like a hundred inch deer too that they were putting down. You oh know? yeah, but um, it looked like a freaking oh, giant. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean that's where I you know where I grew up. You'd go and and at the time it, it's interesting now because they they installed some um, antler restrictions and deer you know have to have. Uh, like where we hunt in Pennsylvania has to be like, you know, three up, three points up on a side for it to be legal. But shit, back back when I was growing up, dude, if you oh, yeah. if you if it was a basket rack eight point, like that was a freaking world record yeah. for where we got everything has spikes and four corns. That's what you know, that's what everybody was shooting. Mm. But uh but it was cool. You know, I did that and then um then we actually moved away, moved to Florida, like we were talking about. Um ended up um 
that's where you went to school, right? Down, yeah, high school and did my uh, undergrad in, in Florida and, and kind of fell out of touch with, uh, with some of the outdoor stuff. And then, um, then moved out to Louisiana with, uh, once I graduated college, uh, took a job with, uh, my, my degree was chemical engineering, so took, took a degree or took a job with, uh, with Shell Oil and, and moved out to, uh, to New Orleans and, uh, you know, I don't know, started making money and um, you kind of go back home and, and visit the family and kind of, you know, refound that uh, the outdoors now had time now had kind of means to sort of get back into it. And, and, and that's what I did. And a lot of that was um, just kind of going back up there and visiting them. And then, uh, I don't know, at some point I started realizing, like I, I grew up when I grew up, you know, it was um, obviously loved doing the whitetail hunting, small game hunting around the house, but it was always like reading articles about people, you know, elk hunting out West and, you know, Chuck Adams sure. was like a personal oh, yeah. hero of mine and he was finishing the super slam and it was, I mean, that's, those are my idols. Right. And, uh, at some point, I mean, quite honestly, you know, not, not all that long ago, probably about 10 years or so, I realized, Hey, I kind of like, I kind of have the means to do, you know, all these things that I, I want to do and have been, uh, you know, kind of, kind of been been pretty as lee would say ate up with it uh <laughs> since, uh, you know, that's not what lee's ate up with but you know <laughs> we I, when i think of lee and ate up i think of ate up with the dumbass i, I don't know it's just, <laughs> that's a phrase that, yeah. that i heard a lot I when i was with a lot of shit but that's one of them <laughs> yeah yeah so so that was it so you know so the last uh i don't know dozen or dozen or so years that's um kind of gotten back into it kind of rekindled it not like i said all these trips that i dreamed about um you know as a kid kind of you know been able to do them yeah. right like, start like, checking like, things yeah, off the list like we have here in lee's trophy room you know they got my sitka blacktail and my uh he yeah. shot a really really, really so big. i gotta ask though why is it here why was because uh, that no room in the household right now <laughs> yeah. so, so. i was waiting for him to tell me my wife won't let me have it no, no she i don't she, i don't see that she would uh yeah yeah she she's um it's probably the kind of thing she wouldn't want front and center in the in the living room you know and but i've got, got a pretty big oh i've ups, got yeah i've got quite room. a few uh animals spread out but you in got, the upstairs yeah, there's, so there's just no room it's, for the elk we're just kind of out well, elk yeah. are big mounts and i, I think mean, i think the reason is here is mm-hmm. because when we when you got it back from jake we basically brought it straight here to yep. get scored and it just kind of stayed kinda, here kind of because i mean here, i have so. the room for it so yep. i was like shit it looks badass just leave it's it it's beautiful i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. i mean i know you well i don't know if you was it i think it might have been in the picture huh yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right, I was because I, I, right I commented on it yep. saying I was yeah. well represented because I saw yeah. out of the yeah. out of the trophies. I, I, uh, two, okay. two of my animals so were the in the so picture. I saw that comment and I thought, "What the hell is he talking?" He's about? probably yeah. thinking, "Man, Lee ain't, Lee ain't killed none of these freaking animals. <laughs> Did Lee not kill any of this stuff? Holy, sh- what up here is not?" And I thought, "What up here is not yeah. Lee?" Yeah. You know? So yeah, so the Sitka blacktail right behind you, like I said, we uh, you know shot that on uh, Boy, Kodiak. and that's here because I don't know if you remember you was you was going on that New Mexico antelope hunt. Yeah. And you picked it up from the taxidermist on, on the way up here, here. to come yeah. pick up my. Uh, yeah. I had like really? a um, yeah, uh, what you call it, a decoy, a little yeah, the antelope and the cow decoy, yeah. both of them, the Montana decoy, yeah, Montana or whatever. decoy. Yep. He was coming mm-hmm. pick up a decoy from yep. me to go antelope hunt. He's like, oh, by the way, I picked up my deer. You mind if I just hang it in your trophy room? Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah just, just the, put it in here. The mix. <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to go through here and see what all is not leave. Yeah, that's hey, it. honestly, that's the only two things. I think it is the only two. I can I can vouch for that. Lee's a Lee's a killer. But I do have an elk that's gonna take the 
sp- the, the place it is. Yep. Because I'm, I'm pretty much Dale. I shot this past year in Colorado. Yep. I'm going to do the exact same. It's a gorgeous. Thing. I love it. It's a gorgeous. It. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to, to Jake. Uh, yeah. Jake Clark. With, uh, yeah. He did a phenomenal Jake's taxidermy. Phenomenal he does awesome yeah. work. It's pretty. Yeah. It really is. I've mounted a few yeah. elk in my time. And they're, they're big and cumbersome. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the hide on them things is thick. It, it's an inch. It's an inch thick. You got to stand oh, yeah. down. It's a lot of work to yep. mount an elk. I yeah. Mean, it really yeah. That, Hell, that's a lot of work just to clean an elk. Because, I mean, like you said, the hide's so damn thick on it. Want to talk about dole up a knife? Oh, oh yeah, you don't. You, you better come with the arsenal or replaceable mm-hmm. blades. You better come and, with an yeah, either that or you got to have a good knife sharpener yep. and a really good blade with you. Yep, you know something really yep. hard. It's not going to dull real easy because they're yeah. tough. No, for sure. That's uh, yeah, that was uh, it's interesting. I, I know Cliff listening to the couple of the episodes. It sounds like you got your own personal uh, elk jinx going on. Yeah, that, no, I mean, we don't have to go down that rabbit no, hole no, just I'll, yet. I'll, but, I'll but, chase but, that rabbit. But I'll I will say, like I can, I can empathize because that that elk right there that's uh shit he shot it like seven times i, I think did eight <laughs> no seven said no literally said that's a story but uh seven times but um that that was my seventh elk hunt and that Before was the first one, one and yeah. you know they're they're believe me every kind of mistake you can make including yeah, uh i've made them losing yeah. some losing some that uh happens, that you just man. didn't make a great shot on i've never it's, even I've, well I've, I've never i've bent the limbs um yeah. and it's never got the shot yeah um and like i said i had the the cow man she was inside this room with me you know first day yeah. six thirty in the morning should have shot her. I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody I'd ever talked to said, you shoot the first legal elk. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I want to kill a bull. They're like, look, you kill that freaking cow, she gives you a Can shot. Can you imagine how good those Get ribs would have been? Do you need a bigger instant pot, though? That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no crap. You're going to have to have, like, I don't know if they make an, an industrial I don't know that they do. Pot, but we yeah, have to find one. one. But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I sort of got my own little elk mm-hmm. jinx, you know. Yep. Um, I've got a whitetail jinx, too, though. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've missed, you know, I missed... Big. Yeah. Well, like we talked about Big. last week, man. I mean, we all, if you hunt any kind of <laughs> well, it amount is of time, you, you, know, have. you only get better by missing. Yep. You know, you only get better. Really and truly, if, if all you ever do is succeed, you don't really grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right. you don't grow. You you have to have, you know, that elk, when you look at him, there's a sense of satisfaction. You know, you know what it took. You know the sacrifice. Yeah. You know how hard you work to yeah. get to that point, you know? Yeah. No, so, it's, a, it's a great point, too. I mean, because you talk about the growth and I think about who I was, you know, on elk hunt number one versus who I was on elk hunt number seven. And it's... um. Yeah, you you learn a lot. Experience, <laughs> man. Bow hunting is uh, it's hard to put a price on experience. Uh, I mean, you, oh, no. you can't you know? gain that in nope. in in six months. It right. takes just time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's, that's right. It takes time. And like I said, it ta- it takes mistakes. You know. Mm-hmm. You know? I've never. I hunted. Um, let's see. I killed my first deer when I was sixteen. I started deer hunting at thirteen. And I was it weird to me because I would not would not shoot a doe. Yeah not going to do it going to shoot a buck my first year is going to be a buck i don't care how long it takes and then you know finally got it right um by myself and i didn't know anything i had nobody at that point in time i didn't have anybody to even teach me anything my grandfather um not the, not papa the one who really got me in hunting but my yeah. grandfather um ex-navy guy so you know spent his lifetime on the water mm-hmm. and had no interest in any of those things anymore you know he drank beer and whiskey and played solitaire <laughs> And that's all he, you know, that's what he did. And so as a young kid, I had nobody to mentor me and tell him, mm-hmm. but I'd killed a deer before I met Papa. And then after that, Papa sort of took me under his wing and said, okay, if you got a real bug, you know, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. And we're going to start teaching, mm-hmm. you know, so you got, you know, having a mentor is a great thing. Yeah. I think that's why, because of what he did for me is why there's always a spare bow hanging in the shop. And it's always 
there to be loaned out to somebody who yeah, wants to like, learn. Yep, kids or just it or don't anybody. matter. I mean, I got youth bows. I've got adult bows. I've got you know, I got my, my buddy Jake's got my saddle, my spare yeah. saddle. You know, he said, "Man, I've always wanted to mess with one of those." Dude, here's one hanging on the wall right here. You want to mess with one? Mess with it. You know, if you don't like it, you know, great. If you do like it, great. But you know, try it. It's not going to cost you anything. You've already got steps for your lone wolf. Try it. See what you see what you feel about it. If you don't like it, no skin. You're not in. You're not in no skin in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I do the same thing with bow hunting. I've had five or six guys that I've you know I've always got a bow hanging. You know, I've got my backup bow, but there's generally one or two other ones that are always just hanging there. And all you got to do, man, is show an interest in it, and I'll yeah. put a bow in your hand, and I'll do whatever it yeah, takes to get you started. You man, know? and that can that can change it, change your whole life. On on, I mean, at least it did for me. Like, I, I mean, when I had a buddy of mine that took me bow hunting, the first, well, the, the Colorado story yeah, I was your telling, you. Story. yeah, and I mean, he took me. I didn't know shit about bow hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't yeah. grow up in that. But it's my that dad mentor. Did. Somebody to take the time with yeah. you. Yeah, to he sort took of get you me, started. and it yeah. pretty much. I mean, it basically changed everything. It's I mean. so it's so important. I think in 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 the hunting world and the the bow hunting world. I mean, it's um even getting it. I mean, it's so daunting and, and seems you know overwhelming to folks that have you know no experience. And That's it right. is, it is, and it you is. know playing that role, you uh, go a long way in getting someone you know kind of into the game and, and even even for experienced people I see it now you know I, like I said I've been on seven elk hunts been on um, you know kind of all, all over and that's just bow hunts you know been a few uh, we won't talk about them rifle hunts in, the, in there as well but yeah, we're uh, bow hunting snob yeah, we that, that's right them, so. so we're just seven uh, but but you know some of the trips that I've done and experiences I've had I mean even guys that are experienced whitetail hunters that want to make that jump into you know some of these like, yeah, I want to go I want to go out west I want to do it you know and these are guys that are experienced hunters you know and mm-hmm. it's to them without kind of being there and being able to yeah, say you don't know where to start you, yeah you don't you don't know where you don't. to start I remember my first one I didn't know what to do I mean where do you even start so exactly. back then it was forums right everybody had a you get into a forum so you know I'm on I'm on all these forums elk hunting forums archery talk all these things you know yep. and matter of fact that's how I met the guy that I went out with was on one of the forums he was looking for someone to go with him and I had nobody here who yeah. would who, who <laughs> so to, to go with me that's, that's how, how we and met. Jason met is that how y'all met yeah, really we, are you kidding no both site both site Archer yep. talk, Bow Bow Sight. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, right. That's exactly what I met Jason through Bowsite, mm-hmm. my buddy Tim, yep. which we both were offering, J- uh, Jared. Yep. Um, it, it's, it's crazy how it all leads. I mean, I yeah. never would have met any of y'all, most no. likely. That's, no, you for yeah. sure. Right. And, yeah. But yeah, that's how I met him. Um, you know, and I, you know, he he was from Savannah, Georgia, yeah. and he had no one to go with him. His buddy canceled, and I was like, man, you know, I want to go. So I picked him up in yep. freaking, and he drove to Jackson. I picked him up in Jackson, and yeah. you know, there we went. You know, and he sort of got me, you know, got my feet wet. Mm-hmm. You know, and we. Went that's to- all it takes is just to break the ice. Yeah, you know, you if you know. can get. And then we had to come. Well, the first time we had to come back early because of one of the hurricanes. Mm. Um, you know, matter of fact, it hit one of them had just hit here, and the <laughs> other one was going to hit Savannah. You know, and so they were like doing an evacuation and something. Like, after Katrina that's but the worst anyway. that's the worst part about elk season it's, it's that always time of year right and it's, yeah, right. it's, that, time yeah, it's of year. that late know, late August early September man and that's when those storms are and pretty and you feel sort of guilty leaving you know my wife and the kids yeah. are small you know my wife who we were dating at the time she still brings up a story about how I left uh, <laughs> left on one of those ones. I got a hunt you know we were we were just dating right and so it was, yeah 
Yeah, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't leave you now, babe. Right? I'd be. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, my I just moved on to Mississippi. My kids are grown. I'd be like, dude, go to Lee's house or something. I don't know. Yeah. Go, go to the trophy room. I actually yeah. tell her go to Leon's. My buddy, he lives across the road. You know, he lives across the road. Look, dude, go go to Leon's house. Leon take care of it because he ain't doing anything in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not. He's not a traveler. You know, like you know, like what I want to get back to doing and what y'all do. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, um, it's pretty neat, dude. That y'all, you know, that's a good bullshit. So we ain't even done anything. Thing we're no, we're just to, uh, we're just a backstory. You can see huh? how this shit goes yeah. for two, three well, hours. I mean, <laughs> it is. It's, 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 we always it's, say it's it's super easy to talk yeah. about things you love to do. You what, know? I mean, the, I love this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was joking with Lee because because uh, because I was down uh, with, with a, a buddy of mine that that he just mentioned, Tim. We went and, and did a uh, hunt on the King Ranch in Texas. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that was that's the a, ribs that we ate. Well, yeah, that was the ribs. Buck. That was oh, off that of that was buck. Texas yeah. I got the deer. Well, that's why there's no fat on. Yeah, they, well, they they fed that sucker. <laughs> yeah, he was corn fed. That's he was why. Very, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was joking because I mean it's um you know they've got a pretty structured deal down there in the King Ranch that's and right. and uh, it's all low fence for anybody that hasn't looked into it. But it's um I mean they've it's you know intensely it's, managed. It is well <laughs> well managed. Yeah. And hey, I mean kudos to them. They probably got the the healthiest best white tail herd in the country you know with with what they have and, and when you have eight hundred thousand acres you probably don't need a high fence but um that's right yeah. it's uh you've got plenty of room to roam but but that being said you know they've got management objectives and we were there helping to uh to play our part and uh and i was telling lee like he's like hey you need to come on and talk about that hunt and i'm like shit is gonna take five I go, minutes dude that hunt was done in five minutes i'm really? like but but now after listening to the podcast we could probably stretch that out to three podcasts with the way you guys go down rabbit holes and oh, yeah. bs and yeah, and all that yeah, so I'm probably going to Texas uh, it's not 100% locked in because um, I got some closings that need to close the week after Christmas and if they don't close the week after Christmas I may have to be here for them and uh, that will negate it but we're supposed to leave the we're supposed to leave it about two o'clock on the second yeah. of January and go, I've already I'm going to go ahead and pay for it I got to pay for it in advance anyway you know how that is yeah but I'm gonna go ahead and pay for it he said if, if, I, if I get where I can't come he'll just refund me my well, money but I'm gonna go grab his seven point it's it's here oh yeah yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll, that's right. I need a beer in a minute. I'll go grab it. It's a big freaking seven point. Yeah. kill. Yeah, it's like a hundred. Uh-huh. It's like a hundred twenty-five yeah. inch seven point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they killed some big ones. Yeah, but we're 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 looking at going. I got a buddy; he goes over there pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I told him, I said, I said, as long as I can shoot my bow, and he's like, yeah, I don't see a problem. So he messages me and he says, um, he says, dude said, uh, he said, bow hunting can be pretty hard. It can be it can be tough. You may want to bring a gun. And I said, I'll call you. I called him and I said, why 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 is it so hard? He said, well, it's because them bucks are dogging him does so hard. Mm. You know, it's hard to get him to stop. And I said, well, dude, I ain't. I'm not bringing a gun. Yeah. I can just. One thing about me for sure is I am true to who I am. I am not bringing a gun. Yeah. I will go over there and come back empty-handed. Yeah. But I will hunt the way I hunt, and I will, you know, do it my way. Uh, I'm not bringing a gun. So I told, I told, I relate to that. I totally just me. It's the, just who yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, no. I mean, that's you know, that's, that's what I, it is. That's what it you know does it for. I mean, you. Don't get me wrong. I don't knock. You know, I didn't yeah, knock no, Wayne for not, shooting one know? with a rifle, and I would have yeah. picked on him about yeah. it. You know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've gone to Texas multiple times. I've gone. I've gone axis hunting and stuff and I've come back empty handed Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that I'm absolutely okay with it because I'm going to do it on my terms the way I like to hunt or I'm just not going to do it you know yeah and I think that's why people I think that's one of the reasons we've talked about before people don't like to travel so much is I think people are scared to invest two thousand dollars three thousand dollars in a trip to Texas for an axis deer and come back empty handed Mm -hmm. it's 
be a no, you're exactly right. Uh, yeah. oh, I've, been, I've, I've invested uh, tons of money and no, come yeah, back yeah, empty-handed. Yeah, I was about know? to say some of the hunt, I mean, not to, you know, the, some of the hunts that just just the nature of the hunts that we do and mm-hmm. and uh, you know what what you have to do to kind of go on a mountain goat it's hunt or a goose or a, a moose hunt or uh, it's uh, it's expensive. And, and as yeah. a bow hunter, you better get comfortable with shelling out some money and, and not coming uh, back, and with, coming an back with memories. Yeah. Well, <laughs> memories know. are really at the end of the day. The memories, oh, that's, it's the experience is what's supposed to make it. it Absolutely. I mean, I say that a little bit tongue in cheek because I mean, it absolutely is. You want to kill something. Who who does? Well, we all do. But I mean, like you said, I mean, you're going to have the more hunts you go on, you're going to have some that you're not going to be successful on. I don't care how good of a place you go to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could be in the best place in the world and the weather might be shitty or you might miss. Or, I mean, you don't, I mean, something may like, happen. They, yeah. holes, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they just, missed, might not be playing. You know, you know, I, I have, I have missed, I've missed more than my share. Yeah. You know, but every time I miss one, it, it makes me a little bit better hunter. Yeah. You know, I get more comfortable with the situation that I was the, in. Sometimes, a lot of times when I miss, it's the first time I've ever been in that situation. Yeah. And that's where my well, myth comes from. These are the you learning know? experiences you talk about. That's like, right. um, I don't go anywhere without. Uh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> definitely been listening to the podcast. Do you oh, really I, have your release on your hand? Yeah, I mean, right who now? doesn't? Who we're talking bow hunting, right? Like, wouldn't you? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, gotta, I need oh a beer. I need a beer. Uh, <laughs> Cliff, I'm sorry. I, I damn near have tears I, in my eyes. It's I, so funny. I, I, oh, my God. Oh, I had to, Cliff. I mean, I'm going to give you some knuckles across right, the table, man. That was brilliant. Yeah. I, uh, I wish the world could have seen that because he just says, he just pops up with his freaking right arm and there's a release hanging yeah, off I mean, of it. I mean, you know, we're talking bow hunting. You never know I what's going to happen. I don't you know gotta, what. I don't know what. I mean, when we'll talk about it a thousand. It's, it, what kind? A boneheaded maneuver was that? I don't know, but I mean, it was boneheaded. Obviously, it was it was a real boneheaded maneuver on my part. It's um, uh, I, I have a I, I was elk hunting one time, and um, you know, we were we were hiking in uh, up a up a ridge, and you know, as it as it goes out there, you start to shed layers, and, sure. and uh, you know, you start to you start to shed layers. You, your release kind of gets yep. your release gets in the way too. So there, there was one hunt I was on where I uh, you know, I I, I wear uh, you know. As you can see, like one of these Is true fires, true fire? yeah, yeah, just kind of a, a wrist, um, a, you know, wrist uh, release, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, took off my layers and and uh, you know, get get things back situated and start hiking. Get about like halfway up to where we're going and go. I forgot to put my release back on. It was turn know, around and go back down the mountain. Hope you can were, find it. There was no finding it, yeah. but but that's where you know. Luckily, I had a I had a spare release in yep. my pack yep. that There's I was able to in this pack, that yeah. I was able to pull out. But it's just you know shit like that it that, does that happen can to it you. happens. Yeah. It was like, boneheaded. I mean, and I know I'll never live that down. Uh, but you know what? Here's the thing. Honestly, <laughs> I know when, honestly you, when you put that release on, <laughs> hey, like I, like he, I told you, <laughs> he has been playing. You can tell he's been planning that dang thing, man. I mean, just just flick his hand up and there's a release. Like I never go in wear without mine that was it hey, I drive to work I got my release on my mm-hmm. hand I walk in the plan I got my release on my <laughs> that's right yeah boneheaded move man boneheaded oh, move I tell you it's it's weird Um, I've never had well I've only I've had a couple of memorable hunts where I like I you know 
had my release. <laughs> <laughs> that normally helps. <laughs> helps make it. Well, you have memorable hunts when you don't have your release too. But yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an excuse for that. It was a boneheaded move, and you know, like I said, these little voices in the back of my head telling me the whole time, "Do you need to do this?" And then just not listening to myself because I never get so lucky as to have a mm-hmm. deer pop up on me thirty yards. Yeah. you know, until yeah. one does pop up on me at thirty yards. You know, <laughs> how many? How many times? in the future you think you're not going to have your release oh it'll right? happen to I, me again you think oh yeah, I'm, yeah give, I'm, him a, give him a couple years he'll forget, he'll forget. He'll forget. Oh, yeah. glutton for punishment uh, but it's, it'll I, happen to me again you know yeah. I, I bring that I mean that's so much what what you know at least my hunting experience and hunting journey I mean these learning these learning moments I mean they're learning moments that's especially right. like I said especially when you're bow hunting when um, it takes you know, all of the chips have got to fall into That's the right exactly place. Right. It ain't, it ain't, you know, it's not 200 yards, 300 yards where you can kind of, you know, you can get away with something maybe and, and still, right. you know, have an animal that doesn't know you're there when you're, you know, 20 yards away from an animal and your shit ain't dialed. That's there's right. a good chance that uh, it ain't happening, that's you know, right. and right. it's, um, yeah. yeah cause just because you get them in bow range, it, that's. <laughs> so that's when the work starts. Yeah, because how many, I mean, I, I can't count how, how many animals I've had in bow range that it didn't work out. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just it, screwed it, 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 up. I had, or, I had one in bow range today. Yeah. I want to hear about this. And See, I, I sent him a text message this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said, "You remember that three-year-old at Oh yeah, that you said yeah, I told him. That. I said, "You remember? I, I think yeah. I said on the podcast yeah. that he's a he's a borderline deer. Yeah. If I see him, man, I'm probably going to shoot that deer." Yep. Well, and I'll tell you. You want you me to tell you yeah. now? Or you want me to tell you later? No, tell, well, I was just going to make all well, the no, like make one your point. point. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah, I'd love to hear about the the three-year-old. But it's it is there's there's like a progression, um, you know, particularly you know particularly for people who are maybe new in the game out there, and it's like, look, I I know early it's on it's like when you begin, it's like I, I can't even see it i'm hardly seeing animals how am i going to get in range you know and then it starts to become like okay i'm seeing animals i'm, I'm understanding it and then you're playing the game and i'm getting in range and now i'm you know and maybe it comes together but you know chances are you're probably going to do something to, to screw it up i don't know how all. many i missed before well, i ever connected it, with one it, exactly you know? my nerves were so shot i could i was so rattled it, by the fact that i even had a deer in bow range yeah absolutely yeah. you know absolutely and, and i think it's important for people to kind of take those wins though you know recognize the progress i know i know i yeah that's a win to no, me if you get I, a deer in, in range whether or not you get a shot on it, on or not you did good because i mean absolutely absolutely you, you picked the right spot I mean, I, you can you can go so far as to start you know come back come come back from that to come back to just hunting you know just just the just the archery aspect of it you know learn form learn to shoot mm-hmm. learn learn to consistently hit a freaking like you know I, I consider anything inside yard 30 pretty much a chip shot you know mm-hmm. i mean because I'm, I'm not shooting i'm shooting at freaking quarters mm-hmm. you know out to 50 mm-hmm. that's what i'm trying i mean that's really those are my aim points are quarters yeah you know small small because what's the old saying you know aim, aim small, small miss, miss small, small. Yep. you know yeah you learn to aim at you know you're yeah. not aiming at the deer still so those are, those are wins in themselves. Learning to learning to consistently hit something. You know what's yep. that, that that Yeti cup's probably just a little bit bigger than a probably around. Well, that that blue one's probably about the size of a of a uh, skull can. Yep. Consistently hitting a skull can at thirty, then move that skull can to forty, mm-hmm. then move that skull can to fifty. You know, and consistently being yep. able to put arrows in. That's those are wins. Yeah, progress. You because know? what you have to have the first thing you have to have happen when you start deer hunting when you when you get to that point is the the draw anchor and aim has to be muscle memory yep. you can't think go, about it you can't be thinking Mm-mm. about that when that happens mm-hmm. you have to put yourself in those scenarios when i was in the army we used to call it train how you're going to fight yep 
We didn't go out to the field and pretend. Mm-hmm. We went out there and fought. We we fought like we were going to fight the enemy. You know, everything we did was based around fighting a war to win a war. Mm-hmm. And you built muscle memory. You knew exactly what to do when the round went off. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. I mean, it's um. I think about you know the, the animal. A lot of the the shots I've taken, and you don't even remember it. You don't remember the. You shot. don't remember the shot breaks without you, you shouldn't realize. You it. shouldn't remember. No, that's I mean, right. it should, it, it, like like Cliff said, it should just be like muscle memory. Muscle it's memory. The same. I, I know Cliff. You talk about. I think you said you play golf too. I mean, similar with golf. You can sit here and take a practice swing, and you think you feel it everything feels good, and, and, every, and then you just swing and hit the ball, and it's like, well, I don't. Was I even looking at the ball? Was uh-huh. I? You know, and that's how it's, in the hell did I shake yeah. that son of a gun? It's you know, but it is that muscle. You got to build it in. It takes over, and in those moments of pressure and you're not gonna there's a good chance you're not gonna really be able to you know hit all your cues and and your mem- you've got to just have it kind of baked in and it's be, and, and it's be memory in. Yeah. but it's so um, those are all wins and then you get yeah, to the point where you're seeing deer yeah that's a win yeah and then you're getting to come where you're closing the distance from 150 yards to 75 yards mm-hmm. you know and you slowly you work your hey i'm through i got him in i got him in bow range. i'm seeing deer consistently in bow range you yep. know as a bow hunter i don't set anything up i generally don't set a lot of my sets my stands up where i can see more than 75 yards oh yeah anywhere. i'm the same way you see some of those guys hunting bow hunting on, on pipelines where <laughs> yeah. they can see four or five hundred yards i mean yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that you might not have a, a pile of corn out 20 yards well but, you could also maybe call to the deer that you can see yeah. but i mean in down here the calling don't work that well mm-hmm. i mean it, it's it, you, it'll work but it's not as not like up north where you can grunt at a deer from 125 oh, yards come to the and, base and him tree. come to the base yep. of the tree. You know? yep. A lot of times out here you grunt to a deer and he, he the only thing, he's like a turkey. As soon as you call to him, he's going to <laughs> the other see, direction. There's other bucks you know? around Good, here. Goodbye. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I do a lot of, a lot of my hunting is done, you know, kind of out of state and on, on these trips where we're, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know, call it adventure hunts, call it what you sure. want. And a lot of it's from the ground, a lot of it's stalking and you know yep. spot and stock and it's same sort of thing you know you, you you start how do i how do i stock an animal how do i get into that bow range and you start to you know you step back and you're like oh shit you know like i've looked back and it's like okay maybe i didn't come back with something this hunt but i had yeah. i had a bunch of animals in bow range i yep, threw my I bow close. back i, I threw my bow back a couple times even and even those you know those hunts where um you know, like I said, we talk about it. You bow hunt long enough, you, you, there's a good chance you're probably gonna, you know, unfortunately lose an animal. Even those, you know, you, you, you sort of you, you need to take some positives out of and say, look, okay, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't make the shot I want or the recovery. Obviously, you know, something happened, but uh, but everything else was right up to that point, you know. Right. And and uh, yeah, those little wins, you kind of gotta you gotta well, because if you don't <laughs> take wins, if you don't take wins, and all you do is look at your negatives, you might as well quit this sport because there's, well, you will quit it's, you will oh, it's you way will. more negative yeah. than, than positive but the moments but those few positives those yeah. moments that, Cliff, that I, moment in a tree i can't tell you, you know? how many times i quit bow hunting <laughs> in the shot, field then in the, the field day, right? and then literally and then the five minutes day. later holy shit that just happened and i, <laughs> I mean literally it, that's right <laughs> well it is you know i mean i, I look I've, I've quit in my backyard mm-hmm. um, you know, you have those moments, so those days that you can't, if you can't hit, yep. you're not shooting well. It's just, and you're trying to power through because you you want it. You know the you know the process. You got to push through some of these sometimes these low spots. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna take this freaking bow. I'm gonna wrap it around this damn. You know, I mean, look, I missed that deer in Illinois. I could have freaking slung that bow mm-hmm. out of that tree. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that was nothing to do with my equipment. That was all about me not taking the time to set that up. I yeah. knew what I needed well, to do. You, yeah, and you was honest with yourself too. That's the thing. You got to be. You got to you know when you, you fucked if, up. If or you yeah. can't blame it. And a lot of people want to blame it on my broad this head and that, didn't open. No. My broadhead didn't open. Most I made of the a time bad shot. My broadhead didn't did. open. That's the thing. Well, yeah, you did. You know, I mean, you even, did something wrong. Yeah. Very, very, very. <laughs> not. There's a small percentage that equipment failed. Sometimes, but most of the time, it's something that you did. I think even you know that sick black tail on the wall behind you there uh cliff like that one that that's one of those experiences where i was ready to quit bow hunting i, mm-hmm. I shot that deer the, the last day of our hunt last evening and you know every mistake you could think of along the way i felt like i made right before i shot that deer it was me and a, a buddy uh jim jim treeman mm-hmm. shout out to jim out there uh, we were hunting together you kind of hunting pairs and uh he, he had made a stock. It didn't work out. And we were kind of just sitting there BSing and we look up and, and this deer's walking right towards us. Not this deer, another one. And uh, he's walking right towards us. And um, we're up on a little, you get a lot of, um, you know, depending where you are, where, where you kind of hunt around that bay, there's, it wasn't too rugged where we were hunting. I know Wayne was talking about some of the stuff that was steep and, and, and rough. This was relatively flat and uh just kind of little rises and ridges enough to to conceal a body you know conceal your form and that sort of thing and we were kind of sitting up on one of these looking down you know maybe 10 20 feet up off the ground and this deer's just coming on a deer trail right to us and i'm like holy shit like right to us and uh uh so so it was kind of my turn up and I, i like I, I get up and, and he's below us and it's a little ridge and I'm like walking up, creeping up, trying to kind of come up on this deer that you like, gotta has, crest the ridge so you can get a shot. Yeah. Like, you know, see exactly. And, um, I, and when, when I say ridge, I'm talking small, like I know it's going to be right there. And when I say right there, I mean five, five, ten yards. When I see this deer, oh, you're going to be on top of him on top. And, uh, you know, there's little willows that he's kind of like feeding on and that are in the way. And, and then you, you're kind of creeping up and you're, uh, you're like, well, shit, I can't, I can't see him. And now it's kind of gets panicked because you kind of get tunnel vision. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know where this deer could, like, he could be here. He could be here. You know, it's not like you're watching him from 400 yards away. And you're like, oh my God, he's not, he's not where he's supposed to be. Right. You know, he's going to be, I mean, literally five to 10 yards away. And like, I need to see him before he sees me. And I kind of crested this ridge and, and sure enough, I saw him. And I mean, I'm, when I say he was from me to where my deer is right now, that's how I'm talking five yards. And I I mean, I pulled back and it's one of those where all you saw was brown in, in the, you know, in the site housing. Right. And I, I took a shot and, uh, yeah, you know, talk about broadheads and whatnot. I was shooting a, a McCann, I think a Grim Reaper. Is that the one you hit in the shoulder? Right in the shoulder. And I mean, just square. And you could tell, I mean, just kind of the way that thing hit and I, no penetration. I mean, just, it just... Dead just stop. just dead stop. He ran off with that arrow flag and and, and he uh, instantly know at this. Point oh yeah, like you, you you absolutely know. And it, like I said, I, mean, I, I think I, I you talk about Jared spiking the quiver or whatever on that. I'd like I spike my bow in a different with a different uh, different intent. It, different yeah, different uh, motivation behind it. And I was ready to quit. And uh, you know, just one of those things where where yeah, maybe maybe if I was shooting a different broadhead, maybe it would have been different. But at the end of the day, I screwed up the shot. Like mm-hmm. it was yep. a shot that I made that was bad, and I watched that 
that deer and I was I was ready to quit and uh, well probably just too uh, close you know you don't really you, focus on the you shot don't, you don't pick a point you're just like oh this needs to happen now and just all those things he's gonna you know? see me he's gonna blow and, out and, I mean, and when you're that close yep, you, just, you know he's going to blow out exactly and, and and those deer they're not like white tail they're not spooky like white tail but still you're, you're like you, you can't you don't have all day right yeah, but if all your history is white tails everything spooky yeah, you like, oh, yeah. it all off of a yeah and you, you, you rush stuff and um you know so that's just one of those things where i was like i was ready to quit like i quit bow hunting at that moment i'm like <laughs> fuck this never <laughs> playing never playing yeah this game and, and uh we had like three hours left and jim was like ah pick up your bow come on we saw some other deer i mean then deer all you go you, yeah, you gotta get past yards. the man at that point and he was like go. he was like all right i'm we, we do this deal and i think wayne was talking about it where these deer would would bed up against a ridge and they would always bed in a way that the wind was coming down from over the ridge so they could yep. they could see out in front of you and, and it's all flat and open and then have the wind at the back and to protect them and it was like there's no there was no way to to sneak in on those deer and so what me and jim started doing the last couple days was we'd see where they were and we try to pick terrain features like okay if i come around the back and i i let my wind drift to him which way is he gonna go maybe over there go go set up over there and we started running like it was like deer drives right yeah, yeah. sure enough it's like a wind push exactly and uh you know these deer would kind of you know follow the terrain and sure enough uh yeah jim was like uh you know he's like gosh you know it was his turn to shoot but he was like get up you know like come on you know and this is day five we had every way you could imagine screwing up to that point we had and uh he's like come on get it pick up your bow i'll go push the deer and i'm like all right you know and, and, and i mean and technically that, it was like kind of like his opportunity it was it was and he let me have it and uh and i said deer on the wall right there he did it, it all kind of worked out and it was yeah. like let me tell you like the elation that you have at that point like you talk about that's right it's like yeah. <laughs> That's what. That's why you bow hunt. <laughs> like, it is. It is. I mean, th 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 there's that moment. Yep. When everything's right, and that arrow goes off, and and what does uh, Nugent call it? The mystical flight. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, there is. There, there's something about that arrow when you when you see that dude arc in, and just drop in the pocket. Oh man. It, you know. It, yeah. And, and then you no know you hear that. that watermelon pop, mm -hmm. and, and you there's just this feeling that comes over you. Yep. You know. You can't. You don't. There's no. I don't know how you would write down what I feel. I don't know if I could come down with words you, that would that would adequately describe the yeah, way I, don't, I feel. Yeah, I don't do drugs, but I, if I did, <laughs> I would imagine. It was, you would have to think that, it, that there's got to be a drug that that comparable. I don't do drugs. Either, yeah, right? I mean, that's, that's it, the only co thing. I, cocaine. I, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I don't. Uh, uh, in, in all seriousness, you talk about earlier too, like deer camp and the hunting and like that. Um, that like I mean, I think all that shit is just in our dna i mean that's it that's is. who we are that's what we, we are like you can't uh i mean we wouldn't be here if we didn't come from a great line of hunters and and people that that's true. you know we would have starved out many yeah years hell ago. yeah your line would have been you know yep. done right yep. and uh i think again i mean you don't you don't get that i mean that is it's built in us so yeah. that's thought those emotions that come out both in terms of the camaraderie of camp and the you know cooking over a campfire and sitting around a campfire all the way down to you know shooting shooting a deer yeah. and, and, and being able to you know, being you know, able to, yeah. yeah, you know, have it all come together. You celebrate it with somebody. oh, those emotions are so. I just feel they're so baked in our DNA that you can't. I mean, it's yeah, it's wild. It is. It it is. is I wild. remember. I remember my grandfather telling stories of having to kill squirrels in the morning. That's what they had for breakfast. If he didn't kill a squirrel, they didn't eat. They, didn't eat. they ate eggs. I didn't yeah. eat nothing else. 
you know so yeah it's so it is it is sort of you know yeah. that was a different time that was kill to eat mm-hmm. now we we hunt because it's it's part of who we are and it's mm-hmm. instant i'm not going to starve to death if i never kill another deer i'm not going <laughs> to i'm not going to starve to death not but not in today's something world, in my right? there's something inside of me that propels me forward to to experience that on a different you know on another level mm-hmm. and it's just you know sort of who i am but yeah, so I, I love that. I, I love the uh, excitement. So I can feel the passion. Yeah, I can feel the passion in your voice. I can see the passion in your yeah. eyes. You know the the true yeah, love. There's no faking for this. that, man. No, there's I mean, no love. There, there's no faking yeah. it. I mean, the, the love that you have for what's for this sport. Yeah. You know, it's obvious that it's that it's there. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. All right, man. You want to? All right. So, <laughs> oh yeah, wait. We, so, yeah, three. So, we had a three-year-old. We were yeah, supposed to uh, hear about. Huh? So, hear yeah, about this I'm going to tell you about my three-year-old. All right. So, I I, I talked about this three-year-old, and he's, man, he's he's. I always said if if I saw him, I probably wasn't going to pass him. I, I really do want to pass him. It's one of the ones you just don't want to see. Uh, yeah, I, I remember I, we talked about that. I think last week or the week before. I said, you know. There's, I got two deer that are, you know, we'll say I got my number one guy, he's a four year old, probably pushing around 130. Um, and that's a great Mississippi eight point. He's a clean eight, not a kicker, not a burr, not nothing. Mm-hmm. Clean eight point, he's probably pushing 130 as a four year old. And he is great. And he is going to be, I mean, if he gets to five, he's going to be massive. And But he ain't going to get to five if he comes by me. <laughs> I, would, I would hope that he don't get to five if he comes by me. But I got the three year old, and I said, man, if he comes, he's. 16, 17 inches inside. Um, G2s are probably around 10 inches. So he's probably pushing the 125 mark by himself as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, if he comes, I, 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 think I'm, I think I would shoot him. I just don't think I would pass him, especially where I hunt. Mm-hmm. I hunt in a place where they'll kill anything they see. Mm-hmm. If he meets the minimum state requirements, and most of the time, even if he don't, I wouldn't, I don't know that. <laughs> he's I would. sneaking it out the <laughs> Let's just be Not real. Like no, we're, we're, in South Lee, we're in South Mississippi, and that's just, you know. I hear people doing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I won't. I mean, look, you saw the six point. I shot you. I sent you a video with the six point. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, he was all over me, and I he he didn't interest me. You know, I'm certainly not shooting a spike. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, is it possible? Oh yeah, I, I can sure. I can assure you. I don't know if it's happening on my lease, but I can assure you it's happening. Yeah, I don't, don't make make no mistake. You know, that's actually one of these uh, episode topics that I got, which is um, poaching being a part of the Mississippi culture. <laughs> Because it really it is. is. Yeah. It, it, it is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, long story short, so um, remember I told you I never sit down. I never sit down. But <laughs> I told you today my back's been killing me for a couple of days. And I, I got to go I got to try to get in chiropractic in the next day or two before Christmas because, I mean, I got a pillow shoved in my lumbar right now. I have a herniated disc in my back, anybody who's sort of – and it's, I've had it for a long time. And uh, chiropractor trips help relieve the pressure, but when it starts to flare up and give me real problems, I mean, I'm, I'm just constantly not in agony. It's just a, a dull, throbbing pain in my back all the time. Makes standing uncomfortable, makes sitting uncomfortable. It makes everything I do except laying in the bed flat uncomfortable. Well, so this morning I get in the stand early, um, and uh, I thought, man, if the sun will come up, it's going to be really good, you know. Well, the sun didn't come up, and it still hadn't come out. Not, even though no, said not it really. Um, but chilly. anyway, it feels, yeah, it, it was chilly. So all day, like it feels it's, finally. Like, yeah, the wind's blowing. It's blowing. I, this morning when I got, I mean, like right at daylight, the wind was probably blowing 15, 20 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, gusts were that high, and mm-hmm. it was probably blowing a consistent ten. Well, at seven, about seven o'clock, my back was really starting. Like I said I've been standing since, you know, since before daylight, and it was starting to really bother me. So I sat down. I said, I'm going to sit down for 15. 
15, 20 minutes to take the pressure off my back, you know, and I have to, I can't like lean back. I have to like sit straight up and down, you know, you got to sit like perfect posture is the way I have to sit. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, I need to get up in a few minutes. And uh, I see a little flicker of movement and I look and watch this freaking three-year-old eight-point walk out of the cutover. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So I know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 if, if you're a bow hunter, a lot of times you run scenarios. Like I've run scenarios through my head. If he walks in over here, if, if I'm sitting down, because I do have to sit down sometimes, what am I going to do, right? So I got two big pine trees. As soon as he goes behind that first pine tree, bam, I'm yep, straight up. up. Goes behind the second pine tree, seat's flipped up, and I'm back against the tree. How, like how far was he at this point? 22. Oh, mm. shit, he's, he's there. Range. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's there. He's in. Well, if he comes yeah. out, when he pops, out of the cutover he's in boat range mm. and, I, and i'm on this i'm on this ridge in between two cutovers and it's just a hardwood ridge in between these two cutovers with a creek that runs through it and that's why they it's smz so they didn't cut it because it's what they call an smz in in uh, in the south hmm. stream management streamside i was management gonna say zone. something management zone streamside huh? management gotcha. zone it's, they don't cut within about a hundred yard wide swat mm-hmm. 50 yards yeah. each side of the creek they won't cut um because they don't want to stop you know the erosion, erosion that you keep have. all the, that's the right. structure that's yeah. right so he's walking now and he walks right he walked right over that scrape didn't even stop i thought he would at least stop he didn't even stop he just walking he's looking for a dose so he gets through the first two shooting lanes before i ever get my bow in my hand but he's walking he's walking on this logging road and i know he's going to walk through my last shooting lane at about 35 yards so i eared her back and here's the thing. All right, so it's cold this morning, right? So I got a glove on. I got two light gloves on my hands. I don't generally wear gloves on this hand at all, but it's cold, and mm-hmm. I got light, these light, like turkey hunting gloves on. Yep. And I got my fleece mask all the way up to my eyes, mm. you know? And when he hits the shooting lane, he hits it so fast, there's no time to get to all adjust. that stuff. So I get, I get the full draw as he's walking to my last shooting lane. I get the full draw, and I'm sort of fighting. Trying to get your ankles To get it in yep. there. And he's walking through, and I'm, I can see him, and I'm just sort of trying to get my, get my knuckle underneath my earlobe like I want it and I got it right in front of him and the bow goes off oh shit surprise release huh I got a surprise release on <laughs> I said that's what you want. I wasn't even on him when the bow went off so, oh shit so I, I, it was again you know I don't um, I shoot a thumb release all the time so I'm not yep. I'm very comfortable with my thumb release but I did have a glove on and I'm mm-hmm. not used to having a glove yep, on that extra and generally I like I would have taken the glove off and grabbed my but there was no time for that if I'd have seen him coming from 50 yards away I got time to get all you know slide this down with my mm-hmm. thumb as I get you know ready yep um, and I didn't and so try, I guess in just <laughs> trying to get this under just bumped it up. And, just I just, bumped it. and I just had too much pressure on it and I was at full draw yep. and he was walking in like he's walking you know and I'm right in front of him. My pen's literally right in front of him because I just want him to walk into the shooting lane. I'm just going to hold right here and let him walk into the right shooting in lane. It. And about he was about freaking six inches from my pen, uh, and it just went off. Uh, just shot it was, right in front of him. Oh, huh? yeah. Right What he did? He just throwed. He was gone. See ya. Boom. <laughs> he didn't flicker. He didn't. I mean, just literally the bow went off. The uh, arrow hit the ground right in front of him, and he just took off. Hmm. He went about 300 yards and then stopped and blew at me three or four times, and then he wow. was gone. Dang. And that was it. So there's my there's my what happened i could have just said i let him walk but i didn't i wasn't gonna let him walk now i'll tell you this i'm gonna name him triple seven because he's lucky 
<laughs> hey, that's Lee. Lee, that's our birthday. That's, that's right. uh, yeah, because we the same birthday. We're the same birthday. We're July our birthday, 7th. July seventh. Really? Seven oh. seven. So, well, yeah. I'm gonna name him Triple Seven. I, I never named that deer. I'm gonna call him Triple Seven because he got <laughs> straight up got lucky. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, that shot 30, 34 yards, same uh, same distance I missed that other deer at, in Illinois. It's my, that's gonna be my nemesis yardage this year. Mm-hmm. But I know from shooting enough that that thirty in that thirty four, there's middle of the body. At thirty at thirty four yards with my thirty yard pin puts it about two inches three inches low. That's it. So it's I yeah. know where it's going. So he was dead to rights, but I again, gloves on. <laughs> that, normally that, don't have gloves well, on. That goes, that goes back learning. to learning. Like, yeah, in, in practicing, which he no, yep. and I don't do it. Yep. You know, people talk well, about it's like one hundred twenty oh, well, degrees outside. I, I don't generally put it. my fleece mask on. Yeah, but but really, I mean, that's I almost what you have to do. No, yeah, you, you do. Know? And like I, mean, I said, I don't never do it either. But I mean, when you start changing, when you shooting in your backyard, I mean, yeah. that's you shooting most of the time it's 70 degrees yeah. t-shirt on yeah. you know no gloves like you said and you start throwing all that stuff on and changes your anchor point changes yeah. everything that's yeah. uh that's what isn't that uh, our buddy kyle uh wasn't that like his uh canmore ram didn't he uh yeah he shot yeah. it in the horn and all <laughs> we <laughs> love you kyle so, no, no no but it was because i mean uh, canmore for those that have been your negative 20 yeah you're you're you gotta have a glove on yeah you've you know, got all yeah. that but but what they say and i think um if i if i if memory serves you know he talked about like okay you've got a glove on but when shot come time you know you don't need to stay warm for those seconds you, you, you take, you take that off. shit off you get it all yeah. off and yeah. then you know you're yep. back to what you do you bear it you know grin and bear it for yep. and he a couple just, seconds he just, it just happened so fast there was yep. no time I mean and, and the, yeah. so you know if he would have uh, if he would have stopped and started messing with the scrape gives me time you know um, if if he had been just meandering around but that dude was on he was walking when a, he was going somewhere he well, I know where exactly this is time yeah. he went from a doe bedding area he was going to the next doe bedding area he just went through one and he would he hit that ridge and that, that ridge will take him right down to the cut which is where they cross and he'll he'll, he'll mm-hmm. cross at that cut and he'll go off to the next doe bedding yeah. area he's going from one to the other that's what he's looking for he's looking for a doe mm-hmm. it's that time yep right so I went and pulled a camera I have a camera it's funny we always talk about you know I'm a big camera guy Sorry about that, folks. I am so unprofessional <laughs> that I let my phone be on. Um, missed the land sale, right? Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah, I probably <laughs> just missed the sale. I just missed the sale just so that I could do this for y'all. I'm telling you, um, if if I wouldn't, if I would been starving, I'd be like, yo, I got to, I got to take it, y'all. Talk. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh, I don't even remember where I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember what I was talking about. I'm sure it'll come back to us. Um, we'll come back to it. Oh, I was talking about. Uh, I was going to talk about bows going off. So when I first started bow hunting, um, I was in Texas and then I went to Fort Polk, Louisiana and mm-hmm. we would go to Texas every year in exotic hunt. And I was still just a journeyman bow hunter, you know? And so shooting at the house was easy. You can do that all day long, but shooting at an animal was a whole different thing. And if mm-hmm. you don't think it's, there's, there's a difference, that's why we say that that repetition thing has got to sort of get there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had target panic so yeah. bad that I would punch the trigger before I could ever get on the tar on yeah. the on the animal. Yeah. I just I mean and it took me yep. it took me a little while to conquer 
that. So, I mean, I would pull, and it, as as soon as the freaking pin got on his body, I'd yep. sling one out. Or you can't there. raise it up high enough yeah, or something. You know, a lot of people start off. Freeze. You know, they can't get yeah. up to it. I mean, at least lock up when, under I, the when I shoot at a target animal, anything, I mean, I start off, I come to full you, draw, I start off lower. Low, come up. That's what I do. Up and, and sometimes if the target, you, lock, you just can't you lock get it out. Up yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you yep, know, tend yep. to jerk it or do yep, whatever. Yep. And so yeah. I to, to combat yep. that, and I've, I've I've had trouble with that before. To combat that, I generally come down on a target, or I'll come across to it. So yeah. like in this situation, I was at I was at body height, and I was lean. I was just going to let him. I was at the height I wanted. In this situation, I was going to let him walk into it because he was walking. But if not, I, a lot of times I'll draw and I'll be in front of him and I'll come parallel to him. I'll mm. just come at the height I want. And then I'll swing so, left yeah. or right to get my bike to get where I want. And mm-hmm. then I can sort of lock in because I, mm-hmm. I would lollipop. We call it lollipopping in the 3D world where you get underneath the target yep. and the target's here. And you can't. And you can't get the pin on it. Yep. You just lock up. Yeah. And so we call it a lollipop because that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So what we do in the in the 3D world is you set your pin to shoot a yard fast. So if it's 31 yards, you set it for 30 maybe 32 yards so you lock your pin underneath and it and you compensate for and it and you compensate I kind of thought about doing that on you know for hunting purposes you can just kind of mm-hmm. side in on yeah, the all you do is call it, it like a six o'clock hold basically yeah. Yeah. You, you cook yep. it hot yeah so you yeah. know if, if I'm doing 3D yeah. and I and I want to especially like a lot of times competi- the competition side yeah. of 3D you know I say it's 47 yards out there right I might set that pin for 48 and a half mm-hmm and that way, when I touch that off, you know I'm, I'm looking at the bottom. Yep. I know I'm under. I know I'm locked underneath it. Right. And a lot of times, like for me, I lock underneath it long range, especially because I want to be able to see clearly what mm-hmm. I'm trying. Yeah, to because get. your pin covers up. Pin so covers much it at that 50, 60, 70 yards. Your pin covers what you're looking at. So I lollipop, and I say, okay, well it's 52 yards. I put the pin on it, but I got the pin set for 53 and a half or 54, mm-hmm. which means I'm going to shoot an inch or two higher than I'm looking. Mm-hmm. That gives me, you know, yeah. that, that compensation. Yeah, so. Yeah, but yeah, I did. I did miss that dude clean. I mean, I missed hmm. him clean too. It just happens, you know. Yeah. But oh, that's yeah. what I was going to say. We were. That's that's it. I'm sort of thankful that I missed him now. I really am. I think now if he comes out again, I think I can let him walk. Yeah. I really think I can let him walk because I, I did it. You know, obviously the good Lord wants him to be a four year old. <laughs> Because if not, I, that wouldn't have happened to me. You know, you it think, was my fault. You think you'll see him again? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure I will. <laughs> It's the right time of year. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, you know, the only reason I wouldn't see him again is if I go to Texas, because that will be like, it's the only knock is like that for me, two through five, that's like prime freaking time to be in Mississippi, white tail hoods. Because yeah, most the, of my rut activity, strong. Yeah. Most and, of my ruts been right around first of the year, mm-hmm. you know, New well, Year's. Well, the week so, between Christmas and New Year's is, is really big, good. and it's, it's a lot of deer. Yeah. But that second week, because we don't have, like, uh, you know, you go up north, and everybody has a, they have a four-day, five-day rut, rut. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the majority right. of does come, up, come in the season in three to four or five days. Not here, man. The, the majority of deer here come in the season over a course of a month. You know, it just takes time, um, and that goes back. One day we'll have a we'll have a history lesson on the different on the, all the different deer in Mississippi, because they didn't come from one place. They came from all over the country, which is why they all have different ruts. You know, you hear him pouring that. He's pouring a glass of stag. Yeah. These, these guys. Are- like y'all don't have to. You're, you're not in college anymore. You know, you guys can drink adult drinks well, if you want. Uh, no, I'm a beer, yeah, dude. I can't yeah. drink that. It yeah. looks great. That's a dark. Yeah, if I drink that shit. I'll be sleeping. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and take a nap. I mean, yeah, the last time I drank 25 beers, I was like, 
Oh, it was bad. Man. Couldn't even make a sentence. Did I you heard hear it. I, li- I listened to it. But I was also after I got like a, five hours of podcasting, <laughs> and I was shit faced. We had drank a lot. We had had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I look, I get it, Cliff. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna show you something on my phone here while we're. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I am. I am sort of glad that I let it. That, that I'm. I mean, I'm glad I missed. No, I'm good for right now. I'm glad I missed him. Um, because I do really feel like I can let him walk now. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I had him there. Um, so, so triple seven will get a walk. Um, he'll, he'll get a pass now if I see him again. I feel like I can pretty comfortably let him go. Um, and I went and pulled a camera. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I went to cameras too. So I went and pulled a camera that was right there. And he walked right behind the camera. He did not walk in front of it. He walked right behind it. But I went and pulled the camera and I, and I moved it where I could see the scrape better. Because I had it positioned to, to look at. There's like two scrapes in that area. And one of them is not being used as much as the other one is. So I moved one of the cameras where I could. Just, I just want to get an inventory of what deer are using the scrape, yeah. you know. So... I pulled that camera and had like 27 pictures. Um, you know, if you're not at a feed source, you're not always going to get 3,000 pictures. So the 27 pictures in about two and a half weeks is pretty pretty good, honestly, because um, it was all different kind. Of, it was all different deer, and especially if you like if it's daylight. You know, that's that, right. That, yeah, when you're having thousands of right pictures, most of the time right that's like over a corn pile. Yeah, at that's night, right. That's where you, you know. get them. So this has been right about a month since I put since I, since I put the camera in there, um, and so I had three different bucks chasing does through the area. Um, and I had the, one of my, my target deer was there at one point. And then a big nine point that I don't know, never seen him before. Hmm. And that's just, you know, that's just the rut. Hmm. Deer come from all over. But the big nine point was really nice, really nice deer. You know, nice frame, good G2s, good G3s. And, and he had a, you know, inch and a half, two inch, you know, extra point for a nine. Hmm. But nice deer, you know, so I don't even know that deer. I've never seen him before. Never got a picture of him before or anything. So he just goes in the uh, pile. But <laughs> yeah, that area's got a lot of, it's, it's just an area that deer you do utilize. So I, if I don't see him again, I'm great. But it, I feel like I will. Yeah. I feel like, but I do feel like I'll let him go this time. I think I'll let him walk. I really feel like I can comfortably say, okay, I saw him. He got in here, you know, and, and it all happened. And I wasn't even nervous. I mean, I knew what to do. This is the thing that you'll get, you know, if you're if you're like new to bow hunting, it takes a minute. But when you do this a little bit, you know, I've been doing this now for 20-something years, you know what to do, mm-hmm. you know. I wasn't a nervous wreck when he came in, and he didn't give me that shot at 22 yards. Yeah. I knew where he was walking. I knew I had a lane. I knew I had to draw the bow. I just didn't execute the shot yeah. with that shit because I got like, a pair of gloves on. And No, that's it. I mean, that comes back to that point about, you know, when you're bow hunting, <laughs> there's so much that can go wrong. Oh, yeah. Like it's And, and, it and like you said, it's not nerves. It it's not um, – yeah, I told – I mean, I, Lee, we were talking about it earlier. We showed him some of the, you know, animals I've killed. I can think of only two animals that that were within bow range where I, I really felt like okay n- not nerves but like okay that buck fever the like the, yeah all the other stuff i felt like i've kept it calm that yeah. doesn't mean i didn't fuck it up somehow like you know what i mean two, like two you years still, ago you still find ways two years ago i had a turkey lock me up i mean i was freaking so i mean i i was I don't know what I did. I mean, I ain't gonna say I locked up, but I guess in a little way I did. He he just he came from an unexpected position, mm-hmm. and that dude was a freaking. I mean, he was a giant. Hmm. That son of his beard was dragging on the ground. He was huge. Yeah, every scenario is different, man. Because I mean, I've had I've had some nice animals that didn't shake me up too bad, and I've had like a like you said, man, just a 
like a doe or something mm-hmm. pop up on me or whatever it was and I just like <laughs> all of a sudden like I can't even get you know just yeah. couldn't get it can't catch my breath enough yeah, to do anything yeah just couldn't yeah. get it together and it's mm-hmm. happened to me too I've had it, I've had it quite a bit quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you do it I mean if, mm-hmm. you, if you don't feel it guys if you, if, if, nah, if you don't feel right. that man you know that's right you probably shouldn't do this anymore because that's just what that's what I do it for. I mean, I do it mm-hmm. for that feeling, that, that unparalleled feeling. That well, it I never get. gets old. Mm. At it least for me, it don't. You don't. I mean, look, every white-tailed deer is a different white-tailed mm-hmm. deer. You know, every every experience is different. But it's just, I don't know. It's For me, it's just something. Yep. It is. It's definitely my drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, is a good thing. You know, like I tell my wife all the time, yeah. man, is, hey. Hey, there's worse me be, addictions. Be, yeah, I could be out <laughs> doing the some world. stupid shit. Well, you know, the yeah. old saying is, you, my wife will never have to worry about where I am. Oh, no. You know? It's probably going to be in a tree. She might worry about how much money I'm spending at times. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows where I'm at. Separate accounts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that statement? My biggest fear is that my wife will sell all my stuff for what I yeah. told her I spent on it when I die. <laughs> I was talking about that. Yeah. I was talking about that to a That's guy the other day. We said, "Yeah, he's his, his was uh, yeah." And if I die, don't don't let my wife sell all my guns for what I told her. I heard, uh, right? right? I've heard that. One. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Just get with Jason. He's the damn gear junkie. Uh, so I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a, I'm gear. a gear junkie too. Are my you? problem Dude, is I'm a gear junkie. Let me tell you something about Jason. I'm telling you right now, this dude's got more shit in his place. <laughs> I do. Literally, than Cabela's. It's uh, it's bad. I don't have I got, I got Cabela's a level stuff. No, he does. Got, yeah, he does. He's got like fifteen tents, seven oh, wow. sleeping bags. It's a lot. Like, yeah. well, you know, like and that's twelve packs. Look, th- this comes back to some of that learning and some of that experience, right? You go, you go do something, and you like, you think, look. God, I wish I just had something that, look, I went through it all. I wish I had something that did this or did that or, you know, I don't like yep. this about that. And look, lo and behold, those <laughs> fucking marketers <laughs> out there like, look, hey, we, we, we got something to do this and we got something to do yeah, that. Right. You know, so it's always refined. And, you know, some of it ends up being, hey, maybe not gimmicky, but but certainly there is an edge that you can get from, you know, equipment and, and uh, well, the gear. Lighter, and, you know, light oh, equipment yeah. means you can go further yep. with less fatigue, you know. I That's mean, right. You know, I'm a sad, I hunt out of a saddle, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that's a piece of gear right there. That guys freaking, you know, dog on us, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I don't drill holes in my shit to make it freaking a half ounce lighter. Let's mm-hmm. understand, I don't, I'm not that guy. But a saddle for me is a tool, right? You know, lock on is a tool. Yeah. A saddle is a tool. I have a climber that I rarely ever get because it's too heavy. You know, I can be in a saddle, but so I got tools that you know different situations. Today I was in a lock on. You know, this afternoon if we get out of here in time, I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get in a saddle over. I'm gonna go shoot a doe. Hey, there you yeah, go. I mean, After I, eating those well, ribs, save the ribs. It ain't even, you know what? I mean, the ribs are great. I will. I will save the ribs. But I'm going to tell you, it ain't really got nothing to do with shooting them with, with them ribs. After this morning, I say, I done missed one. I need, re- to, go, I need to go. Just a little redemption. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little yeah, blood Get the monkey off your back. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, that goes back, too, to like what I preach. And I firmly believe this, too. Like, if you're going to be a good hunter, you can't be a good hunter and, and, and keep your composure at the time of the shot if you never shoot shit. No, that's right. You, know, you do. You need to shoot like, stuff. People want to yeah, shoot 130, 40, 50 inch deer all the time. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? But okay, that's great. If, you don't, if you've been shooting deer for 20 years. Right. Yeah. If, if you, not, if yeah. you don't know what if, happens when yeah. a deer comes in range, you got, like you said, you should that, go into kind of like if autopilot. You're a beginning, if you're a beginning bow hunter, yeah. shoot some stuff. Shoot everything yeah. you yeah. see for the first Look, couple don't, of years. Don't let and people, don't let people get mad tell you no different. Yeah, they they mad at me all the time because I'm shooting does, but hell, I got 
got more back straps in my freezer than the guy walking around well, global yeah, wildlife. Not, not only I mean, I'd kill shit. <laughs> global wildlife. <laughs> not not only that, but I mean, look look around the trophy room. I mean, with the exception of a couple animals here, but yeah. but no. But I mean, in a all seriousness, look here, around. You like know. that's that you. Those are skills that sorry, you, sorry, sorry, you hone and refine. Well, and when the the moment of truth comes, you you've been there, and yeah. it might have been just a doe, but you've been through it. You've yeah. been through the motion. That's how I feel now. I feel, yep. I feel now like when when stuff comes in the range, yeah. like I don't. I don't have to sit there and think about what I got to do. I yeah. It's just, man, yeah. I know when to pull my bow back and I know where to aim at and I float around and, we, and it just, it goes off and it happens and you don't remember it just no, like you talked right. about. That's right. The next thing you know, he's it's double lunged and he runs a hundred yards. No, and we, I mean, I like, I think about this all a lot because, uh, yeah, like most of the bow hunting I do, like I said, is out of state. I take trips, you know, you yep. do that. I do that um, before, I, before I was married, it was a few more times a year than what it is now. But now it's, you know, now it's three trips a year, right? And, and um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't hunt a lot locally, you know, H- hardly ever, unless yeah, somebody Lee says. Lee doesn't either, Lee. I, yeah. <laughs> I have. I mean, I'm slacking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the point is, like, you know, I do that. My, my experience, but those opportunities I get each year. I mean, they're limited, right? You know, right. It, it's um. Yeah, I mean, I think all the time, like, shit, I, maybe I should just do more locally just to, again, keep those skills sharp and just, you know, yeah, yeah. have that repetition yeah. because... I don't see me ever not bow hunting the, the Mississippi white Oh, yeah. and look, I'm the yeah. same way, Cliff. Like, I talk about, like, uh, I can give up whitetail hunting, and I, I say it, but I can't because I do yeah. love it, but I guess we different on, so on certain things. Like I, I, I got to tell the story then. So go ahead. Right, go. I'm, I'm going to stick this in here, though, right? So the other, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, hey, man, you want to you wanna go, go get in a tree with me? He's like, yeah, dude, I, I think I do. And then he was like, man, you know, I, I sort of feel guilty. I can't go. And I, you know, I, I say, no, nah, dude, if you can't go, you can't go. It's fine. You know, and we were shooting text, but, you know, because a matter of fact, that was last weekend. I uh-huh. let that six point walk and I'm, you know, shooting any messages and like, man, could have been, you know, you know, I saw some does and this, that and the other. You know, you probably could have killed you a deer. And then we talked back and forth. And he's like, you know, I, I could. I, if I don't ever kill another whitetail, that's fine. You know, all I care about <laughs> is going out west. And, yeah. I'm blah, and I'm like, dude, this is Southern Arrow, not Western. Arrow. You, you, you gotta get in the woods, you know, and we're, we're, it's friendly banner. We're shooting the shit, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I know he knows I'm not and no, serious. Normally I yeah. am, but you know, with the baby yeah, right now, it is. like but hell. I mean, I've the, wanted this. So that morning it was like freaking 35 degrees, and yeah, he could he, he didn't want to go. Yeah. The next two days later, it's 72 degrees, and Lee's like, man, I'm getting the wood. I'm like, yep, I know what's going on. Now, I understand. Lee didn't want to go hunting because it was cold. It was cold. Shit, man, the coffee was nice. Yeah, Yeah. the fire. You probably had a fire going on. Two hours, like like a blankie, his little snuggie. He's got uh, his socks off. He's getting by the fire. Cocoa, little hot cocoa with, uh, yeah. yeah. But as soon as it it. gets 100 degrees outside, I'll I'll go deer hunting. Man, you got to early put his shorts and Crocs on and was in the, the deer stand, huh? No, I get it. <laughs> yes, I was, was. I messaged him. I'm like, oh, I understand now. You didn't want to go with me because it was cold that yep. morning. And he said, yep. and it was like you were talking about like meeting at 4:30 or something. Yeah, and that was well, that was the deal breaking early. He's like, yeah. hey, meet me at Granny's Corner at 4:30. I'm like, sleeping. 4:30. Sleeping. That means I gotta get. That's 30 minutes from my house. So I mean, I got I gotta leave by. Oh yeah, four. you just might as well stay awake at so that point. I gotta point, get up huh? at 3:30. I'm like, shit. I said, Cliff, if you can, t- you know, can I kill three does? Oh, well, it's deer hunting. I mean, I, I mean, can't well, predict I mean, that. Yeah, I was I like, mean, well. look, this ain't Texas, dude. I can't. <laughs> it ain't the King Ranch, dude. Like, it's <laughs> <ain't>. 
I can't freaking uh, lead them down there with a chain or something. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, if you see a doe, you're more than welcome to smoke her, you know? Yeah. Actually, um, I pulled the camera in front of that. I could just, oh man, I so wanted. I wanted, I, there's two cameras right there, um, two creek crossings, and I was going to put him in the middle of them. And um, I swear to God, I, I went to pull, I pulled one camera, and it had a, it had four does on it, and the camera hadn't been there a long time. It had four does. They had a, a bobcat and a couple of coyotes across recently. And the other one, which is where the majority of the deer cross set, the freaking card was corrupted. I it had seven hundred mm. and something pictures, and I couldn't download any of them. Damn! And it'd been it had been soaking for five or six months. Yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't generally go get that card, but yeah. I so wanted like you know yeah. this just so great freaking deer. Monster. Yeah, you damn right. I was gonna say look yeah. at the, I was <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to send it to you and say look at the date and time because yeah. you would have been there that day, you know. <laughs> and I wouldn't have cared if it had been a doe. You could have had another backstrap. Uh, yeah, you know? three doe yeah, walked by. Ribs. Yep, look, three does walked by <laughs> right, right here on your day. Right, that. Fifteen no, minutes apart. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Be my luck. Yep. Would have been. It would have been my luck too. But no, that card was. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. I get cards sometimes. I don't know if you ever had this. Sometimes after your cards have been, if you use them a lot, I think something happens in the card. They just yeah. They just don't, crap out. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so I put it in. I shoved it in the computer, and it like on the on the uh, camera. It said I had like five or six, seven hundred pictures, seven hundred and something pictures. And I'm like, oh man, you know, it's been six months, and this is a heavily used crossing. And I'm like, yeah, that's perfect, you know. And uh, I go to pull, I pull the card, I throw it in my laptop, and it says this card is damaged, repair. Mm. So I hit the, you know, you got to repair it because you can't even open it if you don't. And I open it, and it has freaking, it's empty. That's mm. heartbreaking, too, man. Just, oh, that, yeah, it's. It sucks that, to kidding. let it sit there for months and then nothing. Yeah, because I let you it, finally like, check it and you just want to use. You can't wait to see what's on it. I, I let my like, card <laughs> soak for a long time. Yeah. You know, my places I feed deer, I check the card every couple weeks because I got to. I got to pull the card because if not, I'll have fourteen thousand pictures. But places are like out in the woods, crossings, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe an oak flat or something. That I'll, I'll let that camera soak for a year. I only go in there like when I go in there to hunt it. I might I'll go in there and pull that card or something. But mm-hmm. I only pulled that card for him just because I knew I was going to put him on that stand, <laughs> yes. or it would still be out there not taking pictures. So it, it just I guess it so works. So what well, you maybe, missed? Well, maybe tomorrow. The FOMO. What about Tuesday morning? Uh, I got a showing at ten thirty. We can make a short. Oh, that's perfect well, for Lee. You just do the like, afternoon well, and then I mean, uh, well, well, he can sleep in. Now, I got, it gets uh, daylight at what six? The twenty second. Yeah. My daughter's got a doctor's appointment. Yeah, it gets daylight. So you need to be on it. You need to be in a tree by six for sure. Because um, daylight, like sun up, supposed to fun, sun up's right around seven. Daylight's around um, around six thirty. You can start getting that gray, you know, that gray shooting light. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna hunt. I'm certainly gonna hunt in the morning. I don't know about man, my back, the way I feel. I don't know. I really sort of want to hunt this afternoon, but I don't feel man. My back sort of bothers me. Sun's starting to come out though. Mm-hmm. You know, what time but, is it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look. Shit, it's three o'clock. Is it? It's almost too late. Might as well keep drinking. And keep might talking. as well just yep. might as well just hang out with you and we're just doing this podcast. <laughs> I guess. I'm uh, good with that. We got some more stories. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we got plenty of stories. We need to talk about shit like like last week. We did like the you know the ones that hurt the most. What's like some of the most memorable ones? Do you want to do that? That's, we we've can. been on. We've been on for an hour and a half now. Well, that's all uh, we can say. We'll, we'll, we'll do another episode. Yeah, we'll come we back and do it. another episode, and then uh, that's what we'll do. We're gonna all right, we're gonna sign off on this one, and we're gonna come right back on, and that'll give you something to look forward to because we're gonna tell you right now your next episode is gonna be some of our more memorable hunts. And I know y'all got some because y'all go west a lot more mm-hmm. than me. You know? I got yeah, I got whitetail <laughs> to the western stuff. A bunch yeah. of bunch of I've got some. You know, I got yeah. some, I got some whitetail hunts that nice. are pretty memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, and some of them are successful and some of them are not. So you can have a, uh, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe they didn't, I didn't tell them it was the one that got away, but I got a couple of pr- pretty, pretty yeah. decent, 
pretty decent one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've even got some of that in my most memorable hunts too. Yeah. You know, you think yeah. about uh, because, some of the ones that. Well, I mean, the ones that haunt your dreams. Yeah. You know, they're memorable <laughs> in a different yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I rarely ever get in a stand that I don't think about some of the deer that I've missed. Mm-hmm. You know, this one. I mean, this that that one. Oh, you'll think about this one for quite a while. I'll think about this one a lot. Not not because like he's not one that really. You know, I'm sort of like it's not I'm the sort animal. Of, sort of glad that he, I, that I didn't kill this deer. You know, in but you'll think about the, like the equipment, the, the things the that happened, thing. the equipment. Yeah. All like this one, yeah. this one was one that was like like the wrong equipment. You know, we'll yep. say or yeah, this or one doesn't hurt as bad right now. But if it would have been 150 inch deer. Yeah, he, he would have heard yeah. a lot. I wouldn't more. even want to talk about it. Yeah, because yep. if I miss a one sixty and a one fifty in the same year, bro, I might, I might yeah, just I mean, that, that I, might I, be I, in the like, I mean, that's it too. Like you know, talk about elk, and you like, can you imagine the same scenario if that was a big elk, you know, walking by and uh, you know, yeah. set up and like. I bet that would have stung a lot more. Yeah, this. you've been out there three or four times, and you've never even gotten it, close to one. Exactly. And then there it is, and, then there, there it is, and that's how it goes down. That's uh, I've got plenty of those stories yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah, me too. Right. Too many. All right, all right, guys, we're going to take a we're going actually we're going to stop and take a pee break because obviously Lee's got his hands on his yeah, on his ears. I can going, tell he's, he's doing a dance his little, over here. His little bladder, he's starting to he's got his <laughs> I've legs been crossed. A piss you know? for forty five minutes. <laughs> all right, we're going to stop. We're going to take a pee break, and we're going to come right back and give you next week's episode too. All right, peace out, guys. Uh, I'll say them all the time what what i say all the time can't you can't get him on the couch all right we're out it was a complete shit show 